now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or home improvement ideas, this is the place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor with Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills, and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I can help you too. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for over 29 years. I'm a born and raised Victorian. I love our town and I'm a huge community supporter. I've helped hundreds of people with their real estate needs over these years and I'd be happy to help you as well too. It's a really interesting time out there right now. My goodness, uh, life has changed. So many of us are self-isolating right now, working out of our homes. And yes, work still goes on. It's amazing to find out exactly how much work we can do from home. Thank goodness for the internet. And uh, I am actually recording our episode of The Whole Home Show right now from my home studio, along with my guests for today, who are all remote as well, too. First of all, I want to give a shout out to all of our frontline and healthcare workers, all the staff who are doing amazing work right now. So important. Uh, I hope you, our listeners, are doing uh, well and healthy uh, as well, too. The coronavirus does affect everyone, including the real estate market and what people are doing in their homes and how they're coping during self-isolation. Seniors in particular need more care now than ever. How are, how are service providers working with them under these conditions? This week, we'll be speaking with Brecken Gage from Comfort Keeper In-Home Care Services, plus Nikki McKenzie from St. Andrew's Pharmacy, St. Anthony's Pharmacy, sorry. We'll be talking about how stores are dealing with added workloads. And finally, Andrea Silver will be talking about the Heart at Home service, which you'll want to hear about. Uh, I start our show every week with our weekly listener question. And if you have a question or curiosity or story to tell us, please get in touch. Our number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or find us online at cfax1070.com and we'll discuss it on the air. I did get a message last week from Henry about uh, CRA and renting out uh, his property and moving back and uh, getting taxed. Uh, listen, Henry, I'm going to get back to your question in a couple of weeks because it's going to require some tax advice. Um, very interesting what you mentioned. I uh, just wanted to make sure you knew I got your message. Uh, but instead of going to our usual story, we're going to start off having a conversation uh, with Brecken Gage. Brecken is the uh, owner and operator of Comfort Keepers here in uh, Victoria. Brecken, how are things going out there with you? <laughs> Hi, Tony. Uh, thanks so much for having me. It is um, it is challenging times for sure out there in, in home care. A lot of concern, uh, nervousness, anxiety, but uh, actually I have to be honest, it's been pretty amazing watching the different healthcare teams out there coordinate, uh, work together as best they can within the realms of safety and, and helping ensure that our seniors and our community in general as safe as possible. Well, actually, first of all, I apologize. I, I should have uh, started off with explaining to our listeners, because I know what you do, but you, many people know what you do. Comfort Keepers, you guys obviously provide uh, in-home care services for seniors. 
Yes. Actually, yes not, I'm sorry, not just seniors, anyone, right? That's right. Yeah, all, all different kinds of folks, but we do provide home supports uh, ranging from, you know, general companionship and, and, and dementia care all the way through personal care uh, and end of life care. Um, so all kinds of different services out there, but it is uh, definitely uh, top of mind for a lot of folks these days. Okay. What's going on. And these are people who generally are the demographic right now who are most at risk, right? Absolutely. Most of our clients certainly uh, are, are in that 80 plus range, but uh, we do have several in the 40, 50, 60 and 70 range, but generally over 80, which is higher risk, especially if they have any kind of immune compromisation or um, a history of respiratory challenges. All right. So how are your frontline uh, care workers uh, dealing with things now? I mean, obviously things are very different now than they were. It, it's changing by the day almost, right? It does. It changes hourly. It's amazing. Um, I, I have to say we've had, I think we've had four or five different caregivers tested now. Uh, everyone's come back negative, which is fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, we have had zero people go off work. Everyone is still working. Uh, and we're still following all the same rules that we were before, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, infection prevention control uh, policies have not changed. We still wash our hands all the time. We still use hand sanitizer. We still use gloves. All the stuff we were doing before just ramped up a bit more in terms of awareness um, and client awareness as well. The biggest challenge we've had is getting clients to come on board with these new, uh, to them, what is new policies. Um, you know, just the, the regular hand washing. We've all seen all the videos and news out there. Essentially, if you're washing your hands all the time and not touching your face, you're going to be pretty safe. And it's it's just getting our clients on board with that. Um, Some of our clients who have dementia, that's really hard because memory is such a challenge for them. Yes. Um, But it is spectacular to see our care aides out there taking care of our seniors, Mm -hmm. not running away from it, but actually jumping right into the front lines. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of the movement at seven o'clock every night where people go outside and make noise for your care aids. I would encourage all your listeners to do it. Trust me, it is a stressful time to be a, a care aid out there or a nurse or a pharmacist. And we, uh, it is the least we can do to pay respect to those who are out there on the front lines. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would encourage everyone to be out there. I know my kids and I were out there banging our pots <laughs> nice. last night. With nice. all our neighbors, it was fantastic. So, I mean, if ever there was a time that a senior or, or a person needing help um, needed help from uh, people like you, now is the time, right? Well, it is. At the same time, we are getting so many calls. We are inundated with calls, people looking to start service for either themselves or for their mom and dad or a loved one. Um, and we have to be incredibly careful in, in terms of our screening process as to who we're accepting. We are very um, hesitant to take on many new clients right now. Frankly, a lot of the calls we're taking, we're saying, you know what? Um, we're just going to wait a couple of weeks and see where we're at. And hopefully we can start service once we're through COVID-19. Mm-hmm. The same time well, we started. Is, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of your uh, current clients you've, you've had for a while. So you know their travel history. You know their um, you know, Absolutely. story and stuff. And right? our, our, prim- our primary focus is to keep them and our caregivers safe. Mm-hmm. Right. So by bringing in new clients that we then maybe send our existing caregivers out to, and then they go and see their old clients, we are, if we did that, we would be increasing the risk of exposure. So we are being uber careful. Um, we're trying not to take on many clients. And then when we do, we are trying to what we call silo them. 
-hmm. which is in effect having just the one caregiver with that one client so that if one of them should become exposed, it's self-contained automatically. It's not always easily done, but it's tough. Now, now that is that is one of the things that you have always espoused. That has been one of the 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 um, the big features about uh, comfort keepers because I I do know that other service providers they don't uh, people don't know who's coming and when and all that kind of stuff, right? No, and traditionally, what we have done for clients who are getting care every day is we've used a, a very small but cohesive team of say two to three caregivers um, to keep that team so that they can cover for each other, um, take holidays if they get sick. We're not putting in strangers. But what we've tried to do over the last week actually is shrink our teams, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So in, instead of having three caregivers in with fictional Mrs. Smith, we would reduce it to one or two max, yeah. um, just so that we can limit exposure to everybody and, list, uh, and lessen risk as much as possible. It's been a challenge, but uh, shout out to our scheduling team, Chloe, Marissa, and then even Alex. Uh, they have been just tremendous at finding the best solutions to help keep our clients and our caregivers as safe as possible. Yeah. Well, again, uh, salute to you and all of the uh, uh, frontline care workers. Uh, it, it is, it is such a, such an odd time right now. And I, I think about what you guys do a lot because, you know, we have clients as well too, who are in that uh, age demographic and, and need the help. Right. So um, as much as you just said that it's, it's uh, hard taking on new, new uh, customers, obviously if people need to reach you, we can get in touch with you. How do they do that? Yeah, the best way to reach us is our 24-7 line, uh, 778-265-5999. We're answering live, even though a lot of us are working remotely. I'm self-quarantined as well right now. Yes. But uh, 778-265-5999 is definitely the best number to reach us. And there's always one of us answering and, uh, and always a nurse available to chat with. Fantastic. Well, listen, don't go anywhere, Brecken, because we will be talking about the Heart at Home program uh, with you along with Andrea a little bit later. Uh, yes. And actually to our listeners here, uh, although you're listening to our program, uh, I this is pre-recorded uh, because, again, we have to do it this way. Um, but if you'd like to see us, we're actually recording this as well, too, on video. So uh, go to our Facebook page, Prime Team Vic. We've been posting all of our CFAX episodes uh, recently there. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, uh, on our YouTube page. Anyways, we need to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to be having a conversation with Nikki McKenzie about how things are going at the pharmacies. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking today about care services and about seniors being at home during this time of coronavirus. There are also many other essential services that are needed, uh, not the least of which is pharmacy and prescription uh, medicine and all of that. Uh, you know, people are, are very worried right now about how, how are things going at the pharmacies. And as a result, we have with us right now, Nikki McKenzie. Uh, Nikki manages the St. Anthony's uh, Pharmacy, which is part of the Heart uh, um, Pharmacy Group. Uh, Nikki, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, how are things? How are you guys doing out there? What's what's happening? So, I mean, as you can imagine, it was a very hectic time to start. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of patients calling in, just wondering what to do. Um, 
the picture two weeks ago to the picture today has been a lot different because now we're calling everyone and asking them, you know, for they're staying self-isolated in their homes, that we can support them. We're sending out a lot of deliveries, that sort of a thing. So we don't have a lot of walk-in traffic, but we have a lot of phone calls and a lot of support that we're providing um, sort of by teleconference instead. Mm-hmm. And uh, how are people, so people are coming in, uh, obviously there's the protocols in place about the number of people in a store and, and things like that, right? Um, for a pharmacy, I mean, um, things are very different, for instance, in a, in a grocery store where they've had to implement all of these uh, um, uh, uh, health and sanitation things that never existed before. Uh, I imagine things are a little bit different uh, in a pharmacy, right? I mean, in a sense, we still have a lot of the same things up. So for example, as soon as you come into the pharmacy, we have all the signs answering a lot of the questions that you might have. So a lot of people are coming in wondering if we have any hand sanitizer, cleaning supplies, that sort of a thing. So we're able to answer that off the get-go. We do have these social distancing markers and people have been really great about using those. Um, We have a cleaning team coming in every day to ensure that our patients and our staff are safe and everything is sanitized in between every client. So just those extra measures are being taken. Um, We are using personal protective equipment, which is a little different for us. So we're using masks and gloves to ensure that everyone's safe. And we just want to make sure that if people do have to come into the pharmacy, because there are those extenuating circumstances, that we keep them safe while they're here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Which brings, you just, you just touched on it, but brings the, uh, the, the, the eternal question right now, how are the stocks of toilet paper and hand sanitizer right now? <laughs> well, those have been a little bit low for sure. So not really getting a lot of those sorts of supplies in. Yeah. Um, I think one of the main concerns on everyone's mind is drug shortages and that sort of a thing. But we aren't dealing with any massive drug shortages at this time. Um, so we're able to manage our inventory and to make sure that everyone is getting the supplies that they need, which was always the primary focus. So we were well organized and prepared to do that. I'm glad you brought that up because since this is a global epidemic here right now, and and uh, all these drugs and medications are produced somewhere, um, you know, somewhere globally, I guess there is always that concern about what happens if they stop making the medication that I need on a daily basis. Yeah, and I think that's a very real concern. What's interesting is that as pharmacists, we've been dealing with that for quite a few years now, you know, on the odd occasion, a medication will go short, but we have a lot of ability to either change the medication to an alternative, come up with a creative solution. So this very rare situation where someone wouldn't receive the medication that they require, we can get quite creative in these situations. Yeah. And, and uh, as you just mentioned, I mean, this is, this is nothing new. This is something that pharmacists were always uh, good at finding those uh, uh, alternatives, right? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. What seems to be the biggest uh, call out or thing of need right now that you're seeing at the shop? Well, I think everyone is just trying to self-isolate, stay at home. They know that a pharmacy is a high risk environment. So they're trying to just get their medications ahead of time and get those filled and delivered. So our volume has been quite high. The calls that we're receiving are high. A lot of people are trying to call 811 to get advice or they're not able to see their doctor and the doctors are asking, hey, please try not to come in to overburden the healthcare system. So we're fielding a lot of those calls, you know, just general inquiries about coronavirus or how to keep people safe, whether I should self-isolate, all those sorts of things. And we're more than happy to help our patients kind of navigate all that confusing information. Well, it's something that actually I bumped into last week. First time ever, I I had a uh, pre-set appointment with my GP uh, some time ago. And it ended up being a telephone 
uh, uh, telephone uh, appointment, which I've never had before. So uh, doctor called me up. We just had our chat conversation. Uh, and the next thing you know, the uh, prescription was whatever, faxed or emailed to the pharmacy and boom, all done. Yeah. Uh, I, so I suppose there's a lot more of that happening right now. Um, yeah, I would say so. And I think what we're trying to do for our part as pharmacists in general is to ensure that basic refills and that sort of a thing are just being directed through the pharmacy. So we've always had the power to extend or prescribe chronic medications or help patients with emergency supplies. There's a few less regulations at this time because of the pandemic, but we are more than happy to prescribe or fulfill prescriptions to ensure that a, that doctors are seeing the more urgent people and that people are just getting their care as quickly as they need to. Mm -hmm. Which reminds me, so with an emergency supply, there's there's some sort of rule about the fact that the original prescription has to be less than a year old or something like that? Yeah, so if we're, we're, we call it extending or prescribing a chronic medication. Um, we should have the original prescription on file and also it should be within a year of the physician having written it. So that's one thing, but if it's not eligible for um, a pharmacist to prescribe, then we can provide an emergency supply. Mm -hmm. The general rule is we, we don't want anyone to go without their medication. So we're, we will find a way to help. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, as far as uh, people getting their prescriptions, I mean, home delivery is obviously another option that happens, right? Yes. Yeah. So we, we've always had a large delivery population because we service a, a largely geriatric population and we try to help people, you know, stay in their home and have delivery schedules and that sort of a thing. So we have increased our delivery capacity and we're just asking people when they call in, we're more than happy to bring it out to you. And most people are taking us up on that option. Well, it, again, there's uh, people are really learning about how to function in uh, uh, living living out of home. It's it's been a really interesting time. And of course, people like you at the pharmacy, you don't really have a choice. You you need to provide the service still. So uh, you obviously are are still at the uh, at the pharmacy. Yes, yes. So I am at the pharmacy. So is my team. But it's been really interesting watching this all unfold and. What I'm seeing from the team is that we're all just so happy to come in every day to do our part to ensure that our patients are well cared for. There's this general sense of calmness and focus. And it's been it's been really interesting to sort of see that develop amongst the team and that we're all just coming together. That's uh, it's amazing. So, of course, St. Anthony's is part of the heart pharmacy uh, group. Uh, it's, a, it's a local uh, uh, pharmacy uh, group here in Victoria. Uh, Naz and the family has always done amazing uh, work out there in the community. I, I just want to do a, a quick shout out here. Um, they are participating in the Rapid Relief Fund. Uh, this isn't the official uh, notice, uh, by the way, and, and uh, I just thought I'd bring it up. I think it's really cool that the heart pharmacies have raised, um, they have a goal to raise $50,000 and they've raised about $13,000 um, donating a dollar from every sale, I think it is, uh, to the Rapid Relief Fund. So kudos uh, again to local uh, uh, local business and great work that uh, everyone at the heart pharmacy does. Um, so, wow, uh, really cool. Uh, I'm sure for you, Nikki, to be part of, uh, part of this group. Yes. I'm, I'm very grateful to be supported by the leadership that we have. Um, it's been really nice to know that we're supporting our community, that we're reaching out in every way that we possibly can. And it's just been a really humbling experience. Yeah. Uh, anything that people should know moving forward about, uh, cause again, this is something that's changing almost by the day. Uh, it, it seems like, and, and even you mentioned, you know, it seems like things were crazier two weeks ago. It's almost like we're sort of uh, getting to a tempo or a pace that uh, it, we're all just sort of getting used to now. 
is is there anything you foresee or 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 think important for people to know moving forward here? I think the important thing for people to know is just to keep it up. I think that we're doing a fairly good job with our social distancing and, you know, doing the teleconference and everyone staying home. And I think leaning on your pharmacist as your healthcare provider is probably one of the better things to do right now. So making sure that you're calling them to see if they can extend your prescription, do emergency supplies, trying to lessen the burden on the healthcare system in general. I think most pharmacists at this time are more than happy to step up um, to do that and to support people staying in their homes. Yeah. Working together. Everyone's working together. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nikki, if people need to reach you, uh, tell us about where uh, St. Anthony's is and uh, how they can get in touch. Yeah. So St. Anthony's Pharmacy, we are on Goldstream Avenue out in Langford. So 582 Goldstream Avenue. Um, our phone number is 250-478-8338. Um, we're open during the week and on Saturday as well. So we're more than happy to take calls and take transfers in for prescriptions if people feel like they need a little bit more support. Yeah, and of course, uh, if anyone else would like some more information, uh, just look up the Heart Pharmacy Group uh, online. Uh, again, a great locally owned uh, business, many years of experience here, uh, and full supporters of the community. Uh, thanks for coming, Nikki. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, to the rest of our listeners right now, before we take a break, I want to just remind you here that we are uh, recording our videos right now because we are uh, in home in self-isolation. And if you want to uh, see us, actually, we're posted on the Prime Real Estate Team's Facebook page, Prime Team Vic, uh, or on YouTube. Uh, we need to take a break here. When we come back, uh, we'll be chatting about Art at Home. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor with Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. You can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under Shows, and there you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. We would love to hear from you. By the way, if you are, if you are a podcast listener, we podcast all of our episodes on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, we've had so many great guests. All of the guests have been fantastic. Uh, we're at over 150 shows over the uh, course of the last three years. Lots of great t- content, much of which, if not almost all of it, uh, is not it's timely. So um, they are not dated by what happened in the market. We've got great information and things to talk about that will help you in your entire process. We are recording right now remotely. I am working out of my home. Uh, our guests are other homes as well, too. Corey, our producer at CFAX, uh, is on the line. Uh, this is the way we have to do things right now because we're all self, self-isolating. We're making sure that we're doing our best to help flatten that curve uh, because what's going on out there right now? is a really strange time. I want to actually bring to your attention a couple of things that came up in the news just in the past couple of days. First of all, uh, British Columbia has announced that real estate is an essential service, if you can believe it or not. Uh, we were all wondering in the real estate business whether or not the province would uh, say, no, time to shut her down. Uh, now, that being said, a few days beforehand, uh, the British Columbia Real Estate Association did put out a memo saying that open houses 
uh, should be ceased and personal viewings of homes uh, should also be ceased as well too. Now, that being said, the association uh, is not able to decree this because all real estate practitioners are individual contractors. Uh, it is best practices. Uh, many of us are doing our best in that respect. Believe it or not, there are people out there who are still thinking of buying or selling even right now. People still need to sell. People still need to buy. Uh, the law profession, we had our guests last week, uh, Gurpreet Randawa from the Sikha Law Group and Denise Webster, mortgage broker, talking about how it's it's still business going on. I was about to say business as usual. It is not business as usual. Uh, it is business, but we have to do things very differently, uh, just the same as our guests are going to tell us about in a minute here as well, too. Another big change that has happened uh, in British Columbia is there's been some changes in laws to tenancy. Uh, so tenants now, um, they are protected from eviction. Uh, of course, there's this whole conversation about what happens if someone loses their job and can't pay their rent. Uh, and then all of a sudden is faced with nowhere to live. The BC government is rolling out a plan where they are giving tenants $500 a month, uh, which is actually being paid directly to landlords. That's meant to relieve stress and pressure during this time. Uh, I should note, it's a very different program from what's happening in Ontario. So in Ontario, the premier has basically said, if you can't pay your rent, don't pay your rent. That is not what's happening here. Uh, even over there, it's always best the landlord and the tenant need to talk together first. And even though people are skipping rent payments, that doesn't mean it's a free month. Uh, it's going to have to be paid off at some point in time. Again, that is not what's happening here in BC. Uh, that is in Ontario. Things are changing by the day. Uh, as always, if you have any questions or you're curious about what's happening, just give me a call. I'd be happy to chat with you. You can find me online. Uh, just look up my name or go to the Prime Real Estate team. You'll find me there. We're having a conversation today about uh, services at home and what people need while they're self-isolating. Not only that, there are people who need services at home all the time. And that's why there is something called Heart at Home. And right now we have with us Andrea Silver. Andrea, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. Yeah, actually having you back because we had you, I think it was about a year ago now. It seems like a while ago. I feel like a vet. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Although it's different now. You're not in the studio. That's right. Yeah. Uh, tell our listeners about Heart at Home, because this is also in conjunction with uh, Comfort Keepers. We've got Brecken uh, also. Uh, uh, he's going to be joining the conversation here in a moment. What is Heart at Home? Yeah. So Heart at Home was started uh, because we wanted to ensure that people were getting the right medicine at the right time. Uh, but we quickly recognized that forgetting uh, to take medications correctly is only one piece of wellness. And social isolation and loneliness also is a major contributor to things like depression and cardiovascular disease, um, things that are often not addressed with our general healthcare system. And so that's how we started this partnership with Comfort Keepers. Um, and we actually combine the two. So we do medication adherence, we assist with things like insulin or other injections, um, and we also provide companionship. All right. So let's start, let's start uh, this by. Um by just imagining. So somebody is at home, needs medications. People often have a whole raft of medications they need to take. Uh, I know myself every once in a while when I've had to take a prescription, I'm like, did I take it today? Like, I can't remember. 
And I guess that can sort of a snowball into, into problems if the times aren't adhered to or the dosages aren't uh, being done correctly. That's what you guys are, are here to do, right? That's exactly right. A lot of these chronic medications, they're used to help keep people at home and living independently. They're preventing heart attacks and strokes and things like that that would otherwise lend, land them either in hospital or in long-term care, both places that right now especially we want to be avoiding. At all costs. Yeah, now more so, than ever. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. So um, how does it work? Like if somebody uh, is interested in heart at home, first of all, uh, where should they go? Yeah, so often it is caregivers, so the family members or the physicians themselves, and sometimes the pharmacists that identifies that a person is not adhering to their medication correctly. Maybe they're on a blister pack regimen, so the pharmacy is already organizing their medications for them and either having the patient pick up or deliver out those blister packs. Um, and so sometimes we find that blister packs are piling up in someone's home. Sometimes we'll find, we'll get a phone call and say, hey, my mom took her medications twice this morning. What do I do now? She's not feeling well. Um, sometimes we'll see in blood work. In blood work, uh, we can often see whether or not a medication is doing what we are expecting it to do. Um, and if it's not, then it's often because people are either taking them too often or taking them not often enough. Yeah. And so at that point, the they would somehow get in touch with us. So they can get in touch with us by phone or by email. Our phone number is 250-477-1881. And they would just get in touch with us and our clinical pharmacist would go out and actually do an assessment with them under normal circumstances um, and identify what barriers they have at home with their medications and otherwise and come back with a plan, have a conference with a physician, um, and then we would decide it's time to go ahead with this. And we can usually start them within two days on the program to get them started with a care aide or nurse in their home, depending on their level of need. Yeah, you know, you, you brought up that story about uh, taking double dosage. And I think, I guess that's what happens every once in a while when somebody forgets to take their medication and they think maybe, oh, I'll do two tomorrow. Right. Right. Yeah. Or they just don't know if they even took it this morning or not. And so they take it again. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. <laughs> I have to admit, I've done that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we're young. I mean, you can imagine if, if it was something that was, you know, significant or, you know, a, a powerful drug, it could be a bad thing, right? Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Um, if that ever happens, I'll just say, because you're right, it happens to even people our age, let alone our parents. Um, and so they can always call the pharmacy, their pharmacy or, or 811 as well and say, hey, these are the medications I took twice. What are my risks? What should I be looking for? What should I do next? And the pharmacies can always help. Yeah, that's what the pharmacies are there for, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. amazing. Uh, okay, um, listen, this is this is such a great program and it needs so much more explanation. We we are going to take a break in just a minute here, but we're going to uh, um, bring in uh, Brecken Gage, actually, who's a very important part. In fact, we'll bring Brecken on right now. So obviously this program needs to be delivered and it is you guys who actually deliver the program, right? Yes. Yeah. We have our care aides and nurses who go out in the community. Uh, we work obviously cooperatively with Andrea and her team and it's, gosh, it, it's been quite the program. Tony, I can't begin to tell you how proud we are of this heart at home program. It's, it's made such a difference to the seniors that we see every day. Um, honestly, so many of them are waiting at the door for us when we show up. Uh -huh. It is, it is heartwarming. They, they get to know their caregivers because, again, like with everything we do, it's the same caregivers going all the time. And so they develop a relationship with those clients. 
they know when things are good and they can tell when things aren't quite right with the clients. Uh, but there really is a, a bond that uh, is very unique, actually, that is different to what I, I traditionally see in home care in this situation. Yeah. And by the way, this is not just during COVID time here. This is all the time. You guys have been doing this well before this episode. Oh, yeah. Andrea, how long have we been at this now? Uh, about a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah. And we've got how many patients on, on, the, on the program? We have about 40 patients now. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, listen, we do need to take our break now. Uh, when we come back, we'll pick up this conversation about hard at home and how these people can help you in your home. Back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We are recording right now remotely from my home studio or makeshift studio. We have our guests with us who are also in their uh, self-isolation at, at home. It's just the way we got to do things nowadays. We're living life during this very interesting time. But we wanted to make sure that we deliver to you very timely uh, information and things that you need to know while you are enjoying life at home. Uh, we have with us right now uh, Andrea Silver with Heart at Home and also Breck Engage from Comfort Keepers. We're talking about this amazing uh, program that you guys have been running for a, a bit now. Again, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for having us. Uh, okay, so let's step back a little bit here. Before the break, we were talking about how uh, Brecken and his team from Comfort Keepers uh, will go uh, uh, and visit the, um, the client on a regular basis. So like, how often are these visits, Brecken? So the, the medications are, are picked up every morning from Andrea and her team at the pharmacy and then delivered to the clients every day um, at, at a regular time, you know, um, depending on where you are on the med delivery route, so to speak. But it's so they go and they and they provide the medications, they help with adherence. You know, if they need a cup of tea, a chat, check in, see how things are going. Um, some folks need help with stockings or those kinds of things. Um, so it all depends. It's different for each single patient and Andrea and her team do a great job uh, at intake of determining what those needs are. And then our team goes in and, and sees how things are going. And then we report right back to Andrea and let her know any concerns we have. Okay. So, so your, so, so your team is actually there watching the, the client actually take their medication. Yeah, we actually bring them. So we pick them up from Andrea, we put them in our lockbox and we take them with us en route. Uh, and then we deliver them and watch the client and help them take them if needed, get them a glass of water, uh -huh. uh, pop them out of the blister pack because some of our clients have arthritic hands and that can be really challenging too, or they're visually impaired or, or something like that. Uh, and that way they're getting the right meds at the right time, at the same time, every day. It makes such a difference. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you mentioned the blister pack thing. I, I know we talked about this before and uh, it, it, they can be hard to get the meds out of sometimes, but when it pops out and drops on the floor and then the, the senior can't see it or whatever, there's just, it's a hectic time. Or they have mobility challenges um, and it's a fall risk to try and pick up those, those meds off the floor, or maybe the, the floor hasn't been washed recently. So then there's a hygiene concern as well. Um, having the care aid there or the nurse there in the home, it just eases all that stress, all that anxiety. It's some, one less thing that our seniors have to worry about, and they can focus on the things that are important for them during the day instead. Yeah, and this is a this is this solves a big concern that kids have too, because when the kids who are you know back east or or not even close to home are like you know mom and dad, are you taking your are you taking your meds? You know, and just having the daily check in, um, and then the daily reporting to Andrea, the carry to Andrea every morning or her colleagues every morning. 
and any concerns are, are brought to our office first. And then if it, it's triage, so if there's a major concern, obviously we call Andrea and the team right away and say, hey, this is what our caregiver's noticing with, with client Mrs. Smith. Again, fiction air quotes there. Uh, and, and then Andrea is able to get in touch with the GP or the family uh, and make sure that those who need the information get it in a very quick manner. Yeah. So Andrea, I guess this means that you guys are having to prepare whatever 40 or however many clients that you have right now, uh, their, their packages daily, right? That's right. Yeah. And it's the idea behind that is to make sure that people don't, don't have extra medicines in their home. So they literally cannot take it twice. There's no, we are just trying to reduce that risk of medication error of either overuse or underuse. Yeah. This is a really neat, really uh, unique program. Like is, are there other programs like this? Um, or is this something that you guys piloted and developed on your own? So the model does exist in other cities and other places. Um, ours is a little bit unique in the way we deliver it. So the consistency of our, uh, the personnel that go and do the visits um, in our level of, um, of being involved with the care, with the family members as well and with the GPs. Um, so we really, and of course the companionship, that's definitely probably, I, I haven't seen another program that addresses the issue of social isolation in seniors and people with um, other mental health issues yet. Um, but I think it's coming. Social isolation is a big thing over in the UK and it just hasn't quite been integrated into the American model yet. Interesting. Well, and it seems to me that a, a pharmacy, like I like this merging of your two operations because it seems to me that a pharmacy doesn't necessarily have those people uh, uh, who who are skilled in that way. And it makes a lot of sense to have Comfort Keeper and, uh, and Brecken's gang actually deliver this. It's the perfect partnership. I don't think that we would have the skills to be able to train the, the workers the way the Comfort Keepers do. Um, yeah. Also, we wouldn't be able to employ them full time. So the fact that they already come with these skills that they bring from other clients and other experiences, they bring all those that value over to our program. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Brecken, so these visits, how, how long, like, do, do, does a client have a certain amount of time? Like, how, how does it work? Yeah, so generally most clients, we go in and we're there for about 15, 10, anywhere from 10 to 16 minutes. Some clients take longer. Some clients just want you to give them their meds and, and they would like you to leave. <laughs> okay. And that's okay, right? And so some, some clients are definitely, you know, in that five minute range, but a lot of them do want to have a cup of tea made or a piece of toast or just to have a chat and talk about the day and, and get kind of organized for the day or, or need a little assistance with some, with some kind of personal care. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 there is a, a wide range, certainly, Tony. So, Max, and, and, and these definitely around 15 to 17. Though. I'm sorry, max 15 to 17. Yeah. Generally. Okay. So, so it should be mentioned that these are people separate from your other clientele that you are caring for on, um, you know, sometimes daily, uh, you know, you take care, you have 24 hour uh, coverage for people and things like that. Right. Yeah. This is a, a separate program that we've partnered with heart pharmacy. Uh, uh, it's, it's something, a way for us to be involved in the community a little bit more than we were uh, previously with just our private clients. And, and it's, I have to say our care aides and the nurses who do uh, go out there on Heart at Home, love it. There's never a shortage of care aides who are trying to get into the Heart at Home program. Yeah. Uh, I think they, they realize the impact that they're making. Uh, the relationships that they're forming are very unique to, to care. And it's just it's win, win, win. Everybody feels good about this program. Well, it sounds like fun. It would sound like fun doing that. And, and so for, and for many of the seniors, you know, if you wanted private care every day from a company like mine, 
you have to have someone in for like three hours or minimum shifts, right? Yeah. Whereas with this program, and Andrea can talk more about the cost, it's probably something that's very attractive to most folks. You're getting a care aide checking in on you every day for 10 to 15 minutes, and it's the same people all the time. And the cost is so appealing to many. Well, let's talk about that, Andrea, because I'm sure listeners are curious about the, about the cost. Yeah, so because we um, are combining the companionship services with the medication delivery, uh, basically we're paying for it through the pharmacy fees. So most people pay a deductible anyway, so they pay a certain amount to Pharmacare before the province ends up taking over what they have to pay for the year. Most seniors especially um, hit that Pharmacare deductible within the year anyway. And so in this program, you end up paying up to what you would normally pay to Pharmacare anyway for the year, and then you stop paying. So it's all included in the price of your medicines. What? Yes. I didn't. Okay, this is. I've had you guys on before, but I think I missed that last time. Mm -hmm. Essentially, we're, we're reallocating the fees that pharmacies get for filling medications over to the program to pay to have companionship services. And, you know, this is actually a really good time to talk about um, the importance of companionship services because we all have a little bit more empathy for the loneliness that comes along with social isolation. Because we're all doing it. We are all doing it. We're being told by the province and our excellent leadership from our province lately. Um, has really been uh, promoting this idea not to engage with anybody outside of your household. And so that has had a profound effect on, on people, general people in every day. But for our seniors, for many of our seniors that have lost spouses and family over the years that have decreased um, mental agility, decreased mobility, these people are living with this kind of social isolation every day. And they don't necessarily have the um, virtual capacities with the internet and they don't have, they may not have a lot of phone connections anymore. Um, and so it's really, this is a, really a lifeline. It's somebody that checks in on them every single day. Amazing. Um, oh, I, actually, I'm flabbergasted about, uh, about that whole uh, coverage thing. So, so now, is there a point in time where potentially somebody's coverage um, there isn't coverage, like it needs to be topped up or something or? Uh, no. So a Pharmacare deductible is based on your income over the yeah. last, from the last two years. Um, and so there are some medications that are not covered by the province. Um, okay. And so they may be exempt, but we often find creative ways to help families through things like that. Yeah. This is truly is a win-win situation for everyone involved here. It's fantastic. It's, marvelous. it's something that we're re really proud of and really excited about. And it's just one more reason at, or one more way, as Brecken said, to serve our communities and become involved. Okay. Uh, Andrea won't like me saying this, but there's a reason Andrea won Pharmacist of the Year last year in all of Canada. It's for this program. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> mutual Adoration Society going on there. Um. So now uh, a, a question listeners probably are curious about is, uh, are you able to take on more customers? Absolutely. In fact, we're growing our team, especially right now on a <laughs> weekly basis, it seems. As we said, everything in healthcare just continues to change on a daily basis. Uh, but we just hired two more nurses. We've got, again, one of the benefits to partnering with a group like Comfort Keepers is they've got a big team already, and they, it's just about reallocating resources and like cross-training people and things like that. Um, so yes, we do have the capacity to grow 100%. 
Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So our listeners, uh, if they're curious, what's the best way for them to, uh, to get in touch or learn more about this? Yeah. So pick your flavor. You can visit Heart Pharmacy Group online, or you can give me a call at the store. I'm at the Shelburne Heart Pharmacy location at 250-477-1881. Or you could email me, Andrea S. A-N-D-R-E-A-S at heartpharmacy.com. Great. I'll put that information on the website too. And Brecken, people need to reach Comfort Keepers? Uh, 778-265-5999. As always, that's our 24-7 number. Fantastic. Well, guys, thanks for joining me remotely. It's an interesting way of uh, recording things nowadays, but that's where we're at, right? Uh, And uh, for the rest of our listeners, please stay safe out there. We'll be here for you this time next week. We'll see you then.